So before we get started, I want to tell you about the best thing that has happened to the podcasting world, and that is Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. You can go to anchor.fm slash start and join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. You can even find it on the App Store of any iPhone or Android. The app is called Anchor. That's A-N-C-H-O-R. All right, so a few weeks ago, I asked everybody on social media to ask me some questions so that I can make my Ask Me Anything video. Um, There was a lot of great questions, but there was one in particular that I just knew I had to make a video about that subject alone. And somebody asked me to tell them about my most profound psychedelic experience and um, like I said I just I feel like this topic deserves a whole video on its own it's not something that I could explain in one to two minutes so of course I've had plenty of psychedelic experiences a lot of them most of them I remember even the most profound ones Um, I've learned a lot from psychedelics as well I've only done acid maybe about five times. It's not my go-to psychedelic. Um, I've done psilocybin. I don't. I can't even count. I can't count how many times I've done psilocybin. Um, I can't even count how many profound, like real profound, experiences that I've had on psilocybin. There's so many of them. I could write a book. Um, maybe I will someday, but, um, other than that, I haven't done DMT yet, uh, ayahuasca, anything like that. I plan to very soon, but, um, the most profound experience I've had on psychedelics was not on any of those. It was on salvia. And, um, I've done salvia maybe 15, 20 times. I don't know. I, 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 for some reason, I liked salvia a lot in my uh, younger years, teenage, early 20s. Um, you know, most people do salvia one or two times and they're like, I'm never doing that again. And I guess I'm a little different. I've had many profound experiences on salvia as well. And uh, I remember all of them. But there's one in particular, it was the last time I ever did it. It was the moment, it was the experience that I had where it was like, I'm never doing this again. Um, it scared the shit out of me. It, it really was the most frightening experience of my life, but also um, one of the most life-changing moments, you know, one of the most powerful moments and experiences of my life. And, uh, well, here we go. <laughs> Um, This is what happened. Um, You know, most of the times when I was 
doing salvia, I I always had a sense of where I was at. I always knew where I was at and who was around me. It's just things got distorted and I've seen a lot of crazy hallucinations. Um, but I always knew where I was. I always knew that I was on earth <laughs> in this reality. But um, this last time I did it, I was completely transported from this reality into another. I had no no idea where I was at. I was not in this reality. I was in a different place. And um, I was in a really dark place. It was really dark. And let me just say that I was listening to Tool on headphones. I was listening to the band Tool. I was listening to the song um, Lost Keys on the album 10,000 Days. And um, go look it up and just maybe listen to it if you don't know it. Listen to it and kind of get an idea of where I was at, where my headspace was at. Because I put in my headphones and I was listening to that song and I closed my eyes when I hit the salvia and it took me to this really dark place. It was pitch black and this man in a white lab coat came to me and um, picked me up off the floor and started to guide me through this dark hallway. And in this dark hallway, there were many doors, kind of like white doors in this dark hallway that he would open up each door on each side of the hallway and show me inside. He would let me look inside of these doors and inside of every door was an object or a moment in my life that meant a lot to me. That kind of, you know, we all have those kind of those objects or moments in life that kind of make us who we are that we always will never forget. We always remember and they make us who we are. They kind of give us our identity and we build off of those things. That's what he was showing me in each door that he opened. And as he was opening these doors, they started to turn into pages. And these pages just started flipping past my face faster and faster. And these pages were just like the doors. Inside, they were memories or objects of things that I loved and things that made me who I was. And on the last page, it stopped. And it was a page with a picture of my younger brother, who is only one year younger than me. We spent our entire life growing up together. Every single day we were together. Everything that I did, he did. Everything he did, I did. We were just inseparable in our younger years. And he's my best friend, and he's the most important person in the world to me. And it stopped on that page, and in that page it was my little brother sitting in a wooden chair staring at a static TV. And if you're old enough to remember what a static TV looked like, you know, a box TV with uh, white and black static on it, that's what he was staring at, just a dead stare looking straight into it, and he was not moving, was not blinking, and he was in a dark room just staring at that static TV. And I was reaching out to him, trying to get to him, 
and I couldn't. And it's that that thing where it's like you know, you reach out for something and it's getting further and further away. The harder you reach for it, that's what was happening in this dream, and um, it was frightening. I I was screaming. I was I was yelling. This is not how it's supposed to be. Because at this point, I had figured that I had died and I was moving on to the next stage. You know, there's that thing that everybody says that when you die your whole life flashes in front of your eyes and that's what I figured was happening from the doors and the the pages that were flipping by my face showing me everything that I loved showing me all the memories that made me who I was I figured that's what was happening that my life was flashing in front of my eyes and the last thing I was gonna see was my younger brother sitting in the chair just staring at that TV and I was reaching for him and he was getting further away. I was screaming, I was saying, this is not how it's supposed to be. This this can't be how it all ends. It's not what I imagined death would be like. I, I just, at that time, you know, I was really young and I uh, believe I was a Christian at the time and I believed in heaven and hell, but this kind of just, changed it all for me. I, I wasn't sure what I was experiencing, but I thought it was the end, and I thought it was all over, and I was never coming back. And as I was reaching out for him, I was getting pulled backwards. And if you've done Salvia, a lot of you probably know about that, that tug, that pull, that gravity. It always feels like you're either leaning, being pulled one way, but I was being pulled back. And as I was being pulled back, this whole dark reality turned into a, a sphere like a black hole or something and it was spinning I spin I was spinning into it backwards into this black hole till everything kind of went black and then next thing I knew I was coming back to reality I started to gain consciousness I started to see everything that was around me and remember where I was at and who was around me, who I was with. And I was still sitting in my chair, the same chair that I was sitting in when I took the hit of Salvia. And I was still sitting in that chair. And I look over at my buddy who had just smoked it right after me. And he was talking and he was doing this with his hands. He was touching his chest and moving his hands out. And he was saying, it opens up who you are. He was saying that and he, I saw him, the last hallucinogenic experience I had in that trip was him doing that, opening his arms from his chest and he said it reveals who you are and I saw him open his chest and this blue phantom or something, this blue spirit floated up out of his chest into the sky and disappeared and um, by that time I was done I was back to reality you know I was maybe gone for 10 minutes on salvia they're very short trips but according to everybody else in the room I was standing up and this was back when we had iPods we were listening we listened to music on iPods and they said that I, I stood up and I was swinging 
my iPod around the room while it was attached to my ears, and it was, I was just swinging it around, but I guess they sat me back down because when I came back, I was still in the chair. So that's the most profound experience on psychedelics that I've ever had, where I was completely transported into another place and I had my first real ego death experience. And um, that's, I believe that's what it was. I've had a lot of time to meditate on this experience, to think about it, and, you know, I don't believe that there's any such thing as a bad trip. I think that there are rough experiences, really hard to get through, tough trips, um, but I don't think there's any bad. I think there's something to gain from every psychedelic experience. Um, so I think they're inherently good, all of them, if you're healthy, if you're doing it right. Um, so what I took from this experience was an ego death. All of those things that made me who I was, and that's what the ego is. That's our identity, the way we see ourselves in this realm of reality. And what I've come to understand is that I am not this person. I am not my body, my experiences that I have here on this earth, in this realm. I'm more than that. I am connected to conscious being. I am a permeate, I, I permeate every part of the universe, everything in the universe, just as much as everything else. I am a part of that. I am one with all of it. I am not this identity. I am not my ego. That's an illusion. And all of my memories, all of my experiences, all of the objects, everything that I love that made me who I am, that made me who my ego is, my identity, those things are going to leave. They're going to be gone. I won't have them forever. And they are not me. And that's what I had to learn in that experience because all of those things were flashing before my eyes and they were leaving me. And what I feel like I gained from this experience was don't be too attached to life because it's going to end. Everything is going to end. Everything's going to be taken, taken away from us at some point. But this experience that we're living, that we're experiencing, the ego, it's all an illusion. It's all going to be gone eventually. And I will be back connected to the one permeating consciousness that creates all things. And so this is temporary. And that's what I got from this experience, the ego death experience. Um, this kind of went on long, but I hope you guys enjoyed that trip report. The most profound psychedelic experience I've ever had. Maybe I'll have something more profound in the future, but that was life-changing and frightening. Frightening um, had me just confused for a very long time, but I've had quite some time to meditate on it and I'm very thankful I came back <laughs> and um, I'm very thankful that I had that experience 
and um, hope maybe you guys can get something from it as well. So thank you for watching, and I'll see you guys next time. Peace.